0: Are you a stranger to your clients? You might be. Welcome to the Medicare Marketing and Sales Podcast, where we give mediocre Medicare advice to insurance agents. I'm your host, Mike Gatorna, and I do this from time to time. I think, you know, I haven't talked to a, this friend, let's say Joe, in a while. Maybe I should reach out. And then all of a sudden, I see something shiny on the ground, and bam, it's 10 months later. And I'm like, oh, Buster Brown, I forgot to reach out. And then bam, it's another five months later, because... You know, something popped up. I started tinkering something else, and I forgot. Now, my client, excuse me, my friends are probably going to be very forgiving of this because they have lives too, right? You know, and you know, and it's a two-way street. And you know, I've I've apologized, and I'm reaching out, and vice versa. But again, friends are going to be a lot more sympathetic and forgiving if you have reached out in a while. Your clients, not so much. They have all kinds of people reaching out that love to sell them something and talk to them so when you end your appointment with the client or even with the prospect there should be no mystery when you'll be contacting them next because when you establish contact and then when that will be you are laying the foundation for a professional relationship if you don't you have turned your appointment into a transactional experience now, while transactional experiences can be very pleasant, they're just that, a transaction. Make me example of this. So Chick-fil-A, love them, hate them, regardless of your view on Chick-fil-A, they are known in the industry, the fast food industry, for having great customer service. However, most people don't seek out one individual employee to get their lunch or dinner from, right? I eat at Chick-fil-A more than I care to admit. But I don't seek out one person thinking, oh, I wonder if I should sh- stop at Chick-fil-A today. If Susie's working, I'll go there. But if she's not, I'm not going to eat there. No, I think I'm going to have Chick-fil-A. I'm just going to go eat there. And I'm going to expect a good experience because that's what they're known for. But I'm not doing it to get that one-person interaction. I'm doing it to get my lunch or dinner and have an overall better experience. To counteract that, think about selling or buying a home. Right. Let's say I decide tomorrow to sell my house, and I'm thinking, man, I'm going to use the same realtor that helped me buy this house, but I can't find the information. I haven't talked to them since I bought the house several years ago. I forgot their name. They no longer work for that brokerage anymore, and if it becomes too difficult to find that realtor, I'm going to turn to my friends and family and or maybe do some research online and pick a new realtor. Cause I know this is the big decision and I need a professional in my corner, just like health insurance. But the more difficult it is to identify the person that helped me last, the more likely I am to ask a friend or family or go on Facebook and say, Hey, looking to sell my house, or hey, looking, you know, I'm aging into Medicare or I have Medicare and I'm looking to change plans. Who should I talk to? And then all my friends come on and say, Oh, you should talk to this insurance agent. Oh, I called this person. Oh, here's the number I called and now you you weren't remembered before, now you're nothing but a distant memory, if that. Because I've got a whole thread of people that my friends like to replace you because I can't remember you, and I don't remember how you helped me. Yeah, it was a pleasant experience, but the harder it is to remember who you are, the easier it is to replace you. Now, let's look at other lines of insurance real quick. There are certain people that go online or call a random 800 number, as we know, but even auto insurance, which is more transactional because when you go online and look at auto insurance, as 74% of people do, only 25% end up making an online purchase because they want to talk to a professional. And if they don't know who to talk to, guess what? They turn to their family and friends. They turn to that random 800 number they see on the television. They turn to that ad they have on their email because they Googled, you know, auto insurance, and now they have fifty thousand different auto insurance ads showing up on every facet of their online usage. So you are so easy, easily replaced nowadays that if you don't have retention strategy, you might as well just email your book of business other people to use, and it's you because it's really that simple to forget about you. And this is why retention is so important. You have no idea when your client's health or financial situation will change. And if they're already stressed, they're they're not going to add more stress than trying to figure out who sold them insurance to that situation. You need to make sure that you're still relevant in your client's lives. Not saying you should show up at their house for Sunday dinner, although if they want to cook you dinner, go for it. But you should have an email newsletter. You should have some handful of communications every year. You should have established times that they expect to hear from you so when they see those 800 numbers or they think something changed, they can think, oh, I know I need to change insurance next year, but Mike said he's on calls in October, so we'll just talk to him then. Or... I know I have his newsletter or he sent me that birthday card or sent me the anniversary card. Or I remember going to his office for that open house he had or that seminar that he did or go to a social media page that I liked. If your clients aren't thinking that you, you are so easily replaceable. It's not, it's almost scary. Now we did talk about retention in episode 13. So if you want to seize a list of example, retention ideas, You could go to medicarepodcast.net, hover over freebies, click on show notes and go to episode 13, which is the first episode we actually started doing show notes. And there is a list of ideas and you could add to it. You don't have to do them all, but you need to be doing something because if you do nothing to secure your book of business, you don't have relationships. You have a series of transactions that People will know, probably won't seek you back out to have another because they know they can go have a transaction with somebody else and maybe be just as pleasant, if not even more. So stay alert with with your clients and your prospects too. Make sure you have established times that you're going to reach out to them and do it today. If you haven't been very good at retention, you could start today. Pick something to do, make an email list, maybe send them a text message. Send a birthday card. start doing that. You could pick up the ball now because when AEP hits, even though we've seen a lot of enrollment throughout the year, AEP is still the madhouse of our industry and that's when all the ads come flying out. If your solicitation or your reminder letter is not recognizable, it's gonna go in the trash. If they recognize your name, your branding, your phone number, your face, your information, they're more likely to call you back. And they're not going to do that if you're not making an effort. So go do that. Check out the website, makeyourpodcast.net. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time, have fun, make money, and impeccable service.